This is the Future State Project with me, Rob Westervelt. Episode 7, The Atmosphere. A good friend of mine, Dr. Bill St. Cyr, was sharing with me the other day, actually this is a couple weeks ago, about your tribe. And he was talking about how when we drop our kids off at school, we're really dropping them off at their tribe. And at your tribe, we learn what it is that we're actually supposed to do in certain situations, how we're supposed to act, what kind of habits we're supposed to have. When it comes to habits, it's I heard some statistic, it's about... 90% of everything we do is based on a habit. And habits are really important. Habits are really what make us who we are. So we got to think about what kind of habits we have. But when he said, when you drop your kid off at school, you're dropping them off at their tribe. Now that might make some of your some of you guys make your skin crawl a little bit. And that's for pretty good reason. Public schools aren't looking so hot these days. Um, and some private schools too. But that's what's happening. Now, why does he believe that? Well, he believes that because of the atmosphere. Now, the atmosphere is that um, environment, the, um, the situation where you are taking in information, you're taking in the way that your people behave and it's becoming your own. The atmosphere, in other words, is affecting you. Now, you've probably experienced this yourself. Have you ever walked into a room, maybe in a meeting, and the atmosphere started telling you how this is going to go down? And the reason I want to talk to you about atmosphere is because it relates to innovation. So, what kind of atmosphere are you creating for yourself or maybe what kind of atmosphere are you creating for the people you lead? I believe all of us are leaders. There's no doubt about that. But some of you have some people under your leadership. And you want to ask yourself the question, what kind of atmosphere are you creating? Is it an atmosphere of fear? Or is it an atmosphere of innovation? An atmosphere of innovation fosters creativity, new ideas, trying things, failing at things. So think about your atmosphere at home. What kind of atmosphere is being created? Well, the kind of atmosphere that's being created is the atmosphere that's based on the habits you have. Okay? So if you have the habit of... Um, people arguing with each other, people putting each other down, 
that's going to create a certain kind of atmosphere, which gets back to the tribe. So when uh, Bill St. Cyr was saying, when you drop your, your kids off at school, or maybe when you go to work, but when you drop your kids off at school, they're learning from their peers about how to behave. They're also learning from their teachers. And that's where it gets really confusing. Because the adults are supposed to be acting a certain way. And then they act the opposite way. They may tell the children to act in such a way X. But then they behave in such a way Y. So the same thing can happen at work, at home. What kind of atmosphere do you have? Well, a question to ask yourself is what kind of atmosphere do I want? And I'll tell you what, if you're a creator, which you are, you need to have an atmosphere of joy, an atmosphere of playfulness. Because those two kinds of things produce creativity. And when you're feeling playful and joyful, guess what happens? Innovation. That's right. Now, it doesn't mean when you're joyful that you're super happy. You can have joy in the midst of extreme difficulty. Count it all joy. I think there was somebody who said that famously in the midst of persecution. Those of you who know what I'm talking about know who that is. But let me just cast this vision for you. When you are in a playful state, you know, you're feeling a little bit spunky. You're feeling like possibilities are abounding. And your brain is kind of loosened up to let loose some ideas. So I want you to, I want you to consider this. What kind of atmosphere are you in? Maybe you're in an atmosphere of fear. Maybe you're in the atmosphere where there's somebody who's striving for perfection. We talked about that in a previous episode. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be awesome because remember, we don't know what perfection even looks like and we've never seen it. But we do know what awesome looks like. So think about the atmosphere. What kind of atmosphere are you creating for other people? And what kind of atmosphere are you creating for yourself? Do you have one of those habits where you do some negative talk where you say to yourself, by the way, I didn't know there was a clock in this room and it's ticking. So I apologize for that. I'm on the blue Yeti that might pick it up, but I digress. But do you have some of that negative self-talk going on in your head? I'm not a creative person. What am I doing? This isn't going to work. I can't make any money off this. Those are all habits you need to get rid of. 
And if those are some of the things you're saying at work or to your kids, it's time to get rid of those too. Because remember, with innovation, the idea is to get ideas. And then the other idea is to do those ideas. Try. Don't plan. Do. Remember, in a dynamic environment where the past is not an indicator of the future, you can't plan your way forward. You have to design your way forward. But that is all helped by the atmosphere. What kind of tribe are you a part of? Are you in the wrong tribe? Are you in a tribe where the atmosphere is negative or the atmosphere is worse than that? It's fear-based where people walk around fearful. Boy, that's not good. That's not good for you. It's not good for your organization. If it's at home, it's not good for your kids. It's not good for your family. So I want you, after this episode is over, maybe even you're thinking about it right now, think about how to change your atmosphere. Let's explore some of those ways. So when you are waking up, actually you might be going to bed right now so you can dream about this. When you wake up, that's actually a prime time when you wake up, by the way. I should tell you the story of Clotera Pie. He's the marketer who created, among many other things, the PT Cruiser and the Hummer, reinvented the Jeep. That guy is, well, let's just say um, there's good marketing and bad marketing. The guy is a genius, but he didn't always do good marketing where people make good distinctions so they can make better choices. But one thing he did understand is he understood human psychology. The guy is a, was a psychiatrist, and he specialized in, I believe it was um, autistic uh, kids and imprints. He wrote a really well-known book. Well, I don't know how well-known it is in circles outside marketing, but it was called The Culture Code. Anyway, what he was saying was basically when you ask somebody a question, here's what they do. They give you the answer that you want or that they think that you want. And so he would spend hours asking people questions and writing down every word that they said. And then they would take a break. Maybe they'd have a little little food. And then he'd say, go ahead and lay down. And if you fall asleep, don't worry about it. I'll wake you up. So he was doing this when they were creating the PT Cruiser, which if you recall, is not a very well-made car. But it was one of the first cars, domestic cars, to be back-ordered before it came off the assembly line. And the reason why is, when he did his research, he asked people, what do you, what do you want in a car? And he, and he, and he already t- knew what the answers were. And they were like fuel efficiency, safety, economy, all this kind of di- different stuff. And so when they 
laid down. He turned the lights down. Most people fall asleep. And as soon as they would wake up, he would ask them this question. What is your first experience with a car? And my friends, that's how the PT Cruiser was born and developed. But the reason he did that is because when you wake up, you bypass the what he called reptilian brain and you tap in to your emotions, your imprints. So when you wake up this morning, maybe you just did, or maybe when you wake up tomorrow morning, I want to I want you to ask yourself a question. What am I designed to create? Or what do I have deep down inside that needs to be created? Ask yourself that each morning until that becomes clear and clear to you. But we're back, going back to the topic here. The atmosphere is super important. Don't ask yourself that question in a negative, fearful atmosphere. Now, if you're one of those lucky people, or actually one of those people who have designed your life, we should do a whole episode on designing your life. Maybe you are in that environment, but maybe there's something you don't like about your environment. Like maybe you're like, I don't get paid enough. I don't have the right position or I don't live in the right location. Don't underestimate the value you have of that creative atmosphere. Okay, don't under undervalue that. Because you don't want to swap that for a fearful negative environment. It's not worth it. Because the one thing, as we talked about before in the episode called time, is that you don't know how much time you actually have. And time is the one thing we cannot make more of. So if you've got that atmosphere rolling, stay with it. Of course, you can move to another atmosphere and you don't know what you don't know. So sometimes you got to take the leap. I get it. But if you're in the right atmosphere, yikes. That's pretty good. And in America, that is more and more rare. Everybody's striving for optimal this and perfect that. And let me tell you what the problem is with that. I was in a meeting recently where talking about some innovative ideas and people can't help themselves. They can't help themselves but to jump to what could go wrong or what the challenges are. Here's the deal. You're going to have challenges and problems with everything. You're never going to have the perfect environment. You're never going to be ready. So if you're in an atmosphere where everything has to be perfect and ready, it's never going to happen. And some of you are probably thinking, that's why. That's why things always go wrong here. Because it's never going to be the way you ideally want it to be. And there's a lot of leaders who don't have a lot of experience. 
And maybe they've been leaders for years and years and years, decades. But they've never done anything awesome. Because they're, they're in a position and they're able to hold a position and create a fearful atmosphere. So they lead through fear. Those people need to be removed. It's not only not good for the people they lead, it's bad for them. So many people find themselves in roles where they're stuck doing, we talked about this, I believe in the time episode. I don't remember what number that is, but check it out. People will stay in the wrong role for the right reasons. And those reasons are, I got to provide for my family. Or what if I can't get another role? Again, fearful mindset. Or we got to get it just right. Fearful. Perfection, remember, is totally driven by fear. All good reasons. Believe me, I, there are good reasons to try to get it right. But that's not the place you want to come from. A place of fear. So the atmosphere, again, super important. Your tribe, super important. The tribe creates the atmosphere. You may be thinking, some of you may be thinking this, I'm in the wrong tribe. What can I do? Rob, tell me what to do. If you're in the wrong tribe, get out of it. You know, maybe you're in one department, you can transfer to another. Find your tribe. The interesting thing about people and tribes is the tribe can change with a different combination of people. I have experienced that many times in my career, in my 20 plus years in the game. And it's amazing to see how different combinations of the same people can produce dramatically different results. What do I mean by that? Let's take an organization. Let's take two departments. Okay. Same exact people, but let's mix them up a little bit. Change leadership, change who's working with who, who's doing what. Guess what that's called, by the way? Innovation. Remember, innovation is just creativity plus implementation. Bob Sutton will talk about this all the time. It's not new ideas. It's different combinations of, of old ideas in different environments with different combinations of people. Remember the Play-Doh example? Took the wallpaper cleaner, put some food covering in it, and gave it to some kindergartners. Excuse me, and Play-Doh was born. You can do the same thing with groups of people. In fact, that's kind of what we tell our kids to do, isn't it? Hey, you're not getting along with those guys? Well, stop being friends with those guys and start being friends with these guys over here. The same kids who are at the same school. Different combinations. So if you're struggling in your atmosphere in the wrong tribe, look for a different combination. And here's an innovative suggestion. Feed it to your boss. Suggest some things to your boss. Say, hey, I've got an idea. 
what if I did this working for so-and-so? Maybe that combination's a better combination. Or sometimes maybe you just need to move on. That is okay to do. And I know many, many people who have done that and said, I should have done it earlier. If your spider senses are going off on your atmosphere, pay attention. They're going off for a reason. You got to trust those spider senses. So I'm going to wrap up this podcast now. Think about the atmosphere. Look for an atmosphere of joy. Look for your tribe. Keep it creative and playful. You will be better off as a human being. Your family will be better off. And remember, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be awesome. (laughs) 